Wisdom from 1936 is still relevant today Surely a book which was written more than 80 years ago holds no relevance in modern times? Surely our lives have moved on, surely we're far more digitally minded than those days? Well yes, but regardless of technological advancements, it seems the human mind is still stuck in the 30s in so many ways. How to Win Friends and Influence People is a book which is known by millions, even those who haven't read it, know the name, and that is for a good reason. Dale Carnegie spoke sense, and he spoke the truth, dealing with people is probably the biggest problem you face. True, even today, learning to communicate in the right way, connecting with people at their deepest, inner core, and using all of this in line with digital methods is your aim. These days the stakes are probably higher than they have ever been before. Digital methods mean that we can easily make a mistake, and it's communicated across the globe virally within seconds. Businesses, relationships, friendships, connections, they can all be broken with just the touch of a send button. By listening to the words that Carnegie imparted upon us, you'll see that 1936 is still very relevant, even today. It's important to care about what you say, and type. Social media is a blessing in many ways, but a curse in so many others. It brings you closer to more people than you could ever have imagined but takes you away from those sitting right next to you. It can also be a make or break in terms of business and relationships. Take Ryan Babel, the Dutch footballer, as a good example. Feeling rather annoyed after his team, Liverpool, lost to Manchester United, he took to his Twitter account to vent his frustrations, calling out the referee's ability. The result? He was fined around $16,000. We have to be so much more careful about what comes out of our mouths, via the fingers we used to type, than ever before. We live in sensitive times, after all. The Huffington Post found that many people had been fired from their jobs as a result of what they put on their social media accounts, including a waitress in a pizza restaurant who was fired for complaining about two customers on her personal Facebook account. This ease of letting off steam digitally means that we criticize more than we err on the side of kindness. We can easily show our frustrations or opinions to others, at the touch of a button. Avoid bad mouthing, and stay calm. Had Ryan Babel remained tight-lipped on his Twitter account and blown off steam to his friends instead, he would have kept $16,000 in his bank account. If he had given it five minutes just to come down, the savings would remain. Our author suggests that we shift the focus of our social media from aggressive and critical to positive and encouraging. Ask yourself why you need to post what you're thinking of posting, are you doing it because you have a bone to pick with someone? Is this the best way to solve it? President Lincoln would have done well in the digital age, because he was an expert at human communication. He took the time to calm down before speaking, and he knew when to speak and when to remain silent. Every word he said was carefully weighed up. Lincoln knew about humans, and he knew how to get the best out of people via the words he said. Of course, badmouthing can easily come back to bite you. How do you know that the person you're criticizing isn't going to be someone you need to collaborate with at some point in the future? Remember, if all you do is criticize and blow off steam on your social media accounts, you're quickly going to lose followers, both in the personal and business worlds. Nobody wants to be around someone who is constantly complaining. Make an impression by showing you care. Kindness always wins out, and the single best way to both make friends and also influence others is to show human kindness at the heart of what you do. Our author highlights an example of a shepherd tasked with guarding 100 sheep. One evening he rounds up the sheep and finds 99 in place, and one missing. 
Rather than praying and hoping the sheep will return safe and unharmed, he places the other sheep in their pen and goes out looking for that single sheep. In human terms, this shows those around you and those you're working with that you care about every single one of them, nobody is left behind. Showing people that they are valuable to you enhances relationships beyond measure. We often find it hard to affirm the positives in others, usually finding it easier to highlight the negatives, but by doing this you're showing people that you are noticing their good points. There is a very real difference between doing this and flattering without reason, however, because at the heart of it is a real concern for the other person, just as the shepherd showed with the missing sheep. Become meaningful in your interactions and the path to success in any endeavor is simpler and far more sustainable. The digital age has made us obsessed with celebrity and material things, but taking the time to go back to basics, and keep things on a human level, is vitally important. Connect by turning the tables. Connecting with a person's true inner desire is the single best way to influence their behavior, especially in business. Apple really showed this when they launched a different type of computer to the norm, back in 2002. This was viewed as a risk by many, but Steve Jobs had been listening to our author's words. He realized that if you want to influence someone to do something you need to really connect with them on a basic level, e.g. their inner desire. Jobs realized that people wanted this creative, new-style computer, so he gave them what they wanted and sales flooded in. In order to do this, you need to put yourself in another person's shoes. You have to think like they do and explore what they really want. In addition, you need to give them what they want, but also make sure that it's beneficial for you too. In the Apple example, everyone won out, people got their desired product and Apple made a fortune. Impress with your genuine friendliness. The word genuine comes into this because friendliness and kindness cannot be fake, people will see straight through an act. Everything you do has to come from true genuine actions and desires. You can create a strong and powerful impression by taking a true interest in the likes and dislikes of other people. For instance, we know that dogs are man's best friend. A dog is interested in you 100%. They will wait by the door for you, they will never let you down, or make you feel bad. In terms of taking an interest in what other people are unlike, you need to act like a dog. This is also about genuine friendliness in terms of smiling and remembering the names of those you meet. This is basic stuff, but it's surprising how quickly it gets forgotten. Smiles are powerful, they increase bonding and trust, and create an impression of someone who is approachable and kind. It's no surprise that the most viewed videos on YouTube are about people smiling, it's contagious, and it lets people know that we want to talk to them, that you're being genuine, and as a result, they will want to talk to us. A smile, someone once said, costs nothing but gives much. It enriches those who receive without making poorer those who give. Friendliness is also about listening. Do you know how to really listen? Not many people do. In business, listening is vital. Our author shares an example who had a complaint to make to United Airlines. He was passed from person to person whenever he called them, and in the end he wrote a song which went viral on YouTube. United Airlines shares plummeted as a result. Listening to those around you, especially your customers, is vital. Most of us don't listen, most of us don't even talk to other people anymore. The American Sociological Review concluded that compared to 20 years ago, people are more isolated socially than ever before. Find out what matters to them. In order to really connect with people, we need to know what matters to them and use that information wisely. 
We often talk about the things that we like, what we've done, how we feel, but we don't really talk about what the other person likes, feels, or wants. Most people don't listen if it's not about them. If you want to make an impression, you need to tap into that information and use it to communicate more effectively. In terms of marketing, this is vital. Perhaps this is the reason why so many people don't have real friends anymore. You could argue that it's because we're all too concerned with the number of followers we have on social media, but it's also about the fact that to have true friendship and really connect with other people, you need to risk vulnerability and really open up. That can be tough, but if you want to be able to influence others and gain value from it, you need to take the risk and go for it regardless of how vulnerable it may leave you. Establish trust by avoiding arguments and admitting when you're wrong. Nobody likes admitting when they're wrong, most of us would prefer to argue it out and prove a point than say, hey, I'm wrong. In order to establish any kind of trust, being able to be big enough to admit you're wrong is vital, as is avoiding arguments in the first place. Arguments lead to dead ends, it's literally a waste of time. All you're trying to do is prove a point and make them see that you're right, usually ending in both of you concluding that the other one is wrong. It's far better to approach conflict with an open mind and see it as an opportunity for growth and learning. It's also a huge issue to tell someone they're wrong, don't do it. The great Mahatma Gandhi once said that friendship that insists upon agreement on all sides is not worth the name. We are never going to agree 100% of the time, but we have to compromise and see the other person's side in order to move forward and grow. By seeing all sides you're creating opportunities for collaboration, and who knows what creative ideas may come out of that. To leave the road of continual failure, a person must first utter the three most difficult words to say, I was wrong. The other side of this is the ability to admit when you're wrong and to do it quickly. Take Tiger Woods as a good example. If Woods had issued a statement of apology quickly and publicly for the issues that arose after that Thanksgiving car crash, he could have saved a lot to time, damage, and heartache. We have the perfect ability via social media to broadcast the fact that we are wrong, but do we do it? Rarely. Being able to admit your mistakes makes you a stronger person, and instantly wins over the trust of others. Disarm people with a positive approach. We've talked about being friendly, but when you combine that with positivity, the results are doubled. We mirror what we experience, so if someone is offhand with us, we're probably going to respond in the same offhand manner. However, if someone is friendly and positive to us, we're more likely to be the same back. This is a great tool for helping to build trust and influence those around you. If you want to win trust, friendship and connections, you need to begin with the basics, friendliness. The digital age has also made it far easier to create affinities with others very easily. Someone who is in the same Facebook group as you, someone who likes the same things as you, these are easy to spot on social media, and that is your affinity right there. From there, you have a starting point which would have been far more difficult to ascertain before the dawn of the digital age. The key is to use this to the best of your ability, in a positive and proactive way. You have already received that approval by the fact this person likes the same things as you, now you can use that starting point to build up influence and trust. You'll get further yes if you start with a yes. Be happy to hand over the credit. If you want to influence other people and enhance relationships and connections you need to realize that you cannot have it all your own way. You have to acknowledge the role of others in your success and be happy to share the credit, or even hand it over completely. Our author gives an example of a training student in Australia who once owned an IT retail company with his business partner. 
The company failed because he wouldn't allow his business partner to share the credit, constantly putting him down and refusing his ideas. This selfishness and desire to have all the plaudits caused the downfall of his business. Thankfully, he learned from his mistakes. Whilst it's perfectly normal to want to achieve credit and plaudits for something you worked hard for, it's important to acknowledge the hard work of others too. You cannot do everything yourself. It isn't all about you. The perfect example to sum up this point is a story about the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. Both seas are fed by the River Jordan, but whilst the Sea of Galilee is full of colorful marine life, sparkling and fresh, the Dead Sea is exactly that, dead, nothing in there, bereft. Why is this? They say because the Sea of Galilee happily gives all of its water to others' credit, whilst the Dead Sea refuses. Don't be like the Dead Sea. Empathy matters. At the heart of everything, you have to remember that you are dealing with human beings. Human beings need to be treated with empathy, but the problem is that most of us aren't born with this skill naturally, it needs to be developed. We're all about promoting ourselves, leverage, getting where we want, but we need to stop for a second and think about how another person in our situation might feel, what they might do. This can help you to do things differently, perhaps to the benefit of others, and to avoid upsetting other people around you. If you treat people with empathy and respect, you'll gain their trust far easier. For every situation, you come into contact with, ask yourself how you would have dealt with it if you were in that person's shoes, and how you would have felt. Think about the noble route, about the right thing. By doing this, you'll learn to develop genuine empathy. Share and challenge. Everyone wants to be part of something bigger than what they see. For instance, people do work for charity because they want to help make a difference, and that's a fantastic human trait that we all have within us. Nobody wants to be ordinary, we all want to do something fantastic, no matter how big or small. If you want to connect and build up trust, it's important to share your experiences and story, and let others follow you and be a part of it. Our author gives the example of a very successful blogger with more than a million followers. She decided to have laser eye surgery but wanted to share her procedure via live streaming so others who might like to have it in the future could see what it was really like. By sharing this journey, she gained trust, and she created an even bigger following. Working hand-in-hand hand with this is the ability to challenge others. This helps us to keep moving forwards, but it doesn't have to be a negative thing, it can be positive and encouraging. Competition can help to foster healthy friendships and relationships, provided personal gain is kept out of the equation. Create change without drama. As a leader, there are always going to be situations when you need to change situations and perhaps implement new ideas, and these can sometimes be met with resistance or even resentment from those around you. There are some very useful methods you can use to eradicate or minimize those issues, and ensure that everyone stays on board, and motivated towards the end goal. Use praise and positivity whenever you need to discuss an upcoming change, beginning any conversation with a negative is likely to see the whole conversation end in the same way. On the other hand, starting with praise of good done so far, and a hopeful message for the future, is more likely to instill a sense of positivity in those around you. Don't be afraid to acknowledge your mistakes, someone who is able to admit their mistakes and be open about their baggage is far more likely to achieve what they want. You can often diffuse a situation by being brave enough to admit you were wrong. The Institute for Health and Human Potential did a study which showed the ability to freely admit mistakes was a factor towards achieving career potential. Call out any mistakes in a quiet manner and mitigate any fault. Publicly berating someone for a mistake is not the way to influence them or get them on board. 
By talking about this quietly and positively you can create positive change and maintain confidence. Similarly, being open to how someone else might feel and mitigating fault to help them overcome issues is a vital part of becoming a true leader. Use praise on a public scale, celebrate achievements and successes and do it publicly. By doing this, you're raising up those around you and creating a sense of positivity. You should also let those around you know that you have a high opinion of them, and they're far more likely to live up to it. If you set a low bar, they're probably going to feel devalued and think, what's the point in trying? The opposite brings far more positive results. Ask for opinions rather than giving orders. Ask people how they think the job should be done or approached, rather than barking orders. From a personal point of view, wouldn't you rather have someone ask you the question, than shout an order at you? Keep the common ground evident at all times, whatever you connected on in the first place, keep it at the center of everything you do. By losing sight of the common ground you're likely to lose the influence of those around you. Conclusion The ability to effectively make friends and influence people really comes down to the basics, the things which we have forgotten as the years have rolled by. We're far too concerned with the material things, the fancy things in life, and the latest celebrity gossip, but the ability to connect with others on a real, human level is right there in front of us. Be honest, be real, admit your mistakes, avoid confrontation, put yourself in the shoes of others, and raise people up, rather than knocking them down. Become a person that people want to be around, and by doing that, you'll have far more influence than you could ever dream of. Try this, one. For one whole week, challenge yourself to avoid arguments of all types, and instead focus on collaboration and seeing the other side of the discussion too. Avoid posting negative or opinionated comments on social media, and keep things positive. 3. Challenge yourself to see situations through the eyes of others, to help develop your empathy skills.